spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy Friday. Happy Friday. All right, the final edition of the Gatos and Chad Show. If you haven't heard, this will be our last show together. And that, of course, is before we start our new time slots. We will not be uh, on the same team, if you will, but we will be on the same station. It is the end of the Gatos and Chad show, but not the end of Gatos or Chad. So uh, we're looking forward to the new lineup here at KTAR that starts on February 5th. You and I have had a great four-year run. We have. I am uh, I am sorry for the COVID years and uh, I'm putting you through hell. So hey, listen, good. can I put this needle in? Can you, get, can you take the shot? Remember please? when I got the shot before you did and yeah. I had to drive out there? Yeah. And you guys were, you were so excited. You're like, oh. what's it like, man? Dude. It's good to know you. I'm Dude. super excited. Can yeah. I have your autograph? Hey, can I, can I rub my arm against your arm? That was spectacular. So we decided, you know what? It is our last show before we start our new uh, time slots here at uh, KTAR. How about I look back? At the Gatos and Chad years. What do you say? A fond look back, indeed. A fond look back. Roll it. Happy, happy Friday. It's Monday. Really? (laughs) Did you really say Friday? (laughs) Pablo's cut the music. (laughs) Give me the open again. This is the Gatos and Chad show. Happy, happy, happy Monday. That's good. Better than I did. At the Arizona Diamondbacks game, a woman claims a big piece of concrete fell in her face. It was a Tigers-Diamondbacks game. Wait, 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 wait. It was a Tigers-Diamondback game? I've been to one game, baby. The Tigers and Diamondbacks. That's the game you went to last year. Wait a minute here. You could have been injured. I could have been assaulted by the stadium. Parents can report inappropriate lessons in school through a new hotline. All right, call this thing. Let's get a line. All right, here we go. Thank you for calling the Empower Hotline. Hi, I'm trying to get tickets for tonight's game to see KD. Uh, my name is uh, Jim, Jim Sharp, and my kid is being taught critical race theory. All right, thank you. There's a study out on uh, which football fans swear the most. So the Cardinals curse less than anybody in the league. Your four-year-old. Oh, what did, Charlie's what had did she a say of... the other day? She dropped the F-bomb the other day. Oh, oh what? Yeah, yeah. Charlie at four dropped the F-bomb. Yeah. So I'm like, I, what? Oh, my God. Who says that around here? <laughs> you can experience Arizona's exploding art scene from an affordable seat on the light rail. I don't know a single family that would say, Hey, kids, let's pack in the light rail and we'll look at the odds. Does somebody run out like, it's a red walk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's culture is what it is. It's horse crap is it what is, it is. It's... Oh, please. Have you picked the neighbor out you would eat? Uh, not yet. No? No. Well, you got to think about that, right? You ever get on an airplane to look around and go, all right, if we do crash, no. which one of you am I eating? No. no. I've never had that thought cross my mind. You will next not time. Ever. You will next time. <laughs> Workers are testing positive for the marijuana. The sticky icky. The wacky tobacco. Nowadays, they test you afterwards. Uh, if you crash something, they go test you. I'll just ask Becky Lynn for her urine. we we'll switch it out. You'd give me your urine, right? No. Why not? Good grief. Oh, good grief. I would give you my urine. T-Mobile is acquiring Mint Mobile, partly owned by Ryan Reynolds. He's made a few hundred million dollars today. Yeah. He's rich and beautiful. Absolutely. Just like me, baby. <laughs> He's got it all. Any of those. The new device in China that allows couples to feel like they're kissing through the phone. It looks creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the weirdest thing in the world. Okay. Some think something is missing on the latest gizmo. Where's the tongue? Oh! 
there's a new phenomenon. Some workers are now embracing bare minimum Monday. That's where you wear no clothes that to work. That is not it. That's not it. That is not it. I'm going to go put my clothes on. That's <laughs> not oh, Put some pants on. Oh, my luck. Pregnant women in Arizona might be allowed to drive in the HOV lane. If I've got the stuff to make a baby, shouldn't I be allowed to drive in the HOV lane? Are you okay with proving that you're fertile? Oh, yeah. Well, maybe. It depends. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> North Korea ever gets a nuke, you know what's going to happen. They don't, have a nuke. Don't, don't, uh, we're going to watch it. We're going to watch it. I don't know. You didn't know that they had a nuke? I don't think they have a working nuke. They have several of them. I disagree. <laughs> People in the valley are literally buying chicken coops. Eggs are too expensive. They're going down this road. I'm not. I've decided I'm not building a chicken coop. Welcome to Poultry Talk. Don't worry. We'll be right back. Ron Wolfie is joining us. Arizona Cardinals a radio analyst, and I love his show, Wolf and Luke. Big fan of Luke, by the way. Just saying. <laughs> Just stop it, Dados. Will you have anything else hey, you want to ask? Anyone there? Moisten a jock. Moisten a jock? Just saying. What? There's moisten that's what I tell jock? people over there. You, know, oh. you haven't moistened a jock in 25 oh. years. Phoenix police caught a guy trying to sell a tiger. As you do. <laughs> Now, that is Becky Lynn's stomach because she actually <laughs> did not eat lunch. How does that guy get a baby tiger in the first place? Uh, it's not hard. You don't think so? It's called the Internet, man. I understand you can get anything that. on the Internet you want. Others- Wise man, see if you can give me a tiger on the Internet. 1872. Ulysses S. Grant. He was speeding with his horse-drawn carriage. He was going nine and a three. <laughs> he was going nine and a three. <laughs> Nine and a three. <laughs> By the way, if you guys want right now, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I can get you a white tiger Bengal cub for eight thousand dollars. Oh, no, the phones are Not lighting up. Not in the up valley. Mm. No, no, there you're gonna no have to. No uh, seller would dare uh, come back to this. No, valley no, no. Again. You've got to have some stuff with it. But I'm just letting you guys know I could get you one uh, from a place uh, okay. that's actually it's all legal. They're USDA. They've got all of their stuff. But you would have to prove to it. But getting a tiger's not that. It's the feeding part. That's it. It's got outstanding temperament. It says. Oh, Is it, I thought it was illegal to own a tiger. No, there's more tigers in captivity than there are in the wild. Doesn't Mike in a, Tyson in have Texas one? alone, mm. there's more tigers in captivity really? than in the wild. Yeah. yeah, Texas is great. That's one of those places. <laughs> That's how my next move, I told my wife, if we ever move again, I base everything based on their exotic animal laws. I, you should. Like, you go to Oklahoma, they're like, what do you want to own? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, a fire-breathing dragon. They I do it. People here in the valley have zebra in their backyard. Well, yeah, that's yeah. equine. Yeah. yeah. Zebra? Yeah, yeah zebra. Yeah. What part of the valley is that? I know, well, I've... No, people's backyards. I've heard people say, like, people that clean pools and do stuff. They go, yeah, yeah I saw a zebra. Yeah. Yep. I can okay. get you one of those, too. All right, last show for uh, Gatos and uh, Chad before the new, what would you call it, schedule comes schedule. out? Schedule. Uh, right. Let's see what we got here. We got uh, Joe Heisinga and Chris Merrill, two to four. We've got uh, someone I think people have heard of before, Bruce St. James, who will be teaming know, Bruce. with me from four to seven. And then Chad Benson, seven to ten. So, that is the deal. We don't hide from it. Um, We wanted to tell you about it. And uh, Chad and I don't hate each other. We still love each other and are super best friends. Absolutely. Okay. Coming up next, why did Trump kill the border deal? Wait a second. How could that happen? I don't know. We're going to talk about it right in just a few moments. The Gators and Chad Show. 
afternoons. So let me get this straight, okay? There's some sort of a border deal on the table. And maybe it would change the asylum laws to favor America. It's possible. Maybe there would be more border patrol agents hired. It's possible. Maybe we'd get more technology on the border. Maybe it would make it, well, it's as bad as it is right now. I mean, anything will help it. So there's a, 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 a deal on the table. Yep. But Donald Trump has told Republicans, don't. Don't don't go for yeah. it. It's dead on arrival. He so, went out and he truth last night, but that was is that the, is that the social media that, one? Yeah, that that's he his has? thing. Okay. But the the facts are that yesterday it came out. I told everybody that Mitch McConnell was already telling everybody, no, no. And here's the thing: the Senate is operating as if they think they get something done. So you have a lot of Republicans. I mean, there's Ted Cruz and a few others that maybe aren't on board, but nobody really knows what it is. That's the other side of it. I don't know what's in it. Does it even matter? Because Uh, if if there's any improvement in there, isn't that good? So Republicans are the ones that want to fix the border, and there's a deal on the table, but now they don't want to go for it because Donald Trump wants to rail against how awful the border is. Yeah, and that's how he thinks he can win the presidency. Correct. Yeah, so he, he said, essentially, do not take the deal. And and this is not unprecedented. The difference is, is you don't tell everybody. You signaled what you were wanting to do, which is make sure that this stays a serious issue. Because let's be real, this is not a winning issue for, for Biden. This isn't even a winning issue when it comes to most Democrats for Biden. No, no, no. I mean, when you've got John Fetterman going, I don't know why we don't protect our border. That's, you know, that's you're you're not winning here. All right. So the deal's on, supposedly on the table. We kind of know a little bit what's in it. The senators, they know a little bit of what's in it. Does anyone want this deal? Because, like, you know, I, I, I'm we're all past the, hey, why don't you guys work together? Hey, why don't you comprehensive immigrant? It, listen, there are a few fixes that they can do. And the reason they don't want to do it is it's an election year. Donald Trump wants to do it himself if he gets if he gets elected. Yeah. Which okay, it, but if, if he doesn't get elected and this deal goes away, we've got either what, way the deal's more... done. It's never going to. Ha- I'll tell you why. The minute it, let's say Trump wins, they're not going to have sixty seats in in the Senate, and they may have a majority, but it's not going to be a ton. So they'll never get a deal done there. So then the Democrats won't want to push it. They're not going to push it because they don't want to give him a win, just like they didn't want it last time. Let's not forget, as as horrible as this sounds, Mm. uh, Trump said, I just want a little bit of the wall. He went to Nancy and then said, look, I'll give you a whole bunch of the DACA kids. You want this? I'll double that. That's amazing. And they said, yeah, that sounds great. Then they walked out and their people at night said no. And they said, yeah, you're right. We can't do that. That's a great point. So it, it, this is not unprecedented. No. But the they didn't signal it the way that Trump did. He put it in writing, essentially, in his little truth thing, saying, hey, no, don't go to deal done. Yeah, but if Biden wins... Can you imagine five years from now what the border looks like? Uh, probably, what, another 10 million people, 15? Who knows how right. many at that point in time. Right. And that's the scary part. Yeah. So, I mean, I get the politics of it, but, I mean, they, they I don't know, man. They, they have to come up with something. They do. They but do. they're not going to because it's an election year. And if Trump wins the, the presidency, they won't do it in his first year because he's not going to have every, all his ducks lined up.
Yeah. So it's never going to get done. No. Yeah, no. but but again, at least Trump could probably do something about well, the border, he could, and he's interested in doing something. But it'll be temporary, but it, until somebody else comes in behind him, and that would be to enforce the remain in Mexico. And Because even if they gave the Republicans everything they wanted, in theory, they, you know, Joe can just keep doing what he's doing and tell them to ignore it. And continue catch and release. That's supposed to be one of the things that was in here. The asylum fix and ending catch and release. But I but how much ending? Because they one of the other things in here supposedly is five thousand people a day. No. Oh. No waiting when you when you apply for asylum uh for even 180 days to get a, a, a work visa. So I, I don't know what to believe because nothing's really been released. Because five thousand a day would be a lot less than what's happening right now. It's yes, 10, sometimes seven, ten, fifteen thousand a day, but it shouldn't even be five thousand a day. By the way, last month they finally released the numbers a little while ago. Three hundred and two thousand people last month. That's a new record. Yeah. It's a new record every month. Yeah. It's a new record every month. And places around um you know, the country are, are feeling it. Chicago, New York, they're even belly aching about it. Trying All to tell. the time. They right? won't shut up about it. Yeah. Welcome um, to what everybody else along the border has been dealing with for a very long time. Yeah. Now you feel our pain. Now you know what we've done and had to deal with for such a long time. Uh, last thing, Joe Biden, third year job approval, 39%. <laughs> Second worst. Yeah. 39%. Only Jimmy Carter had a lower third year Average, but then you see some of the economic Still numbers. Alive, by the way, they were good. Yeah, oh, it's amazing, right? Uh, economic numbers came out the other day. Looks pretty good. There isn't a recession going on, um, but I, I just, again, you—if you reelect Joe Biden, I, I just don't think he's. I don't think he's going to. I think he'll step down. I, I think that's really the, the plan. I think he wants to try and win the election, and then a year from now, or a year from then, he'll step down and give Harris the job. And then she'll drive us straight off the cliff. Yeah, I agree with that. I, but I think that, I really do think behind the scenes, that's the plan. Because oh, yeah. he doesn't have it in him. No, we all know God, that. no. Right. No, he, I mean, we joke about the whole actuary thing, but here's the reality. The actuary tables, numbers-wise, say that one of the two of these guys may be gone in the next year, if not both. We right. don't know why. They've, they've outlived their average age that a man dies. Right. So, you know, I mean, then you look at Jimmy Carter, he's 99, still alive, but still, that's... Yeah, but he's not running the country. No, no, <laughs> no. I mean, you know, it's... So you just never know what's going to happen. Yeah. All right, coming up next, why did an 11-year-old Scottsdale kid bring a loaded gun to school? Whose gun was it? We'll talk about it next. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. All right, final show for Gatos and Chad on at the same time. So February 5th, we will start our new time slots. We've talked about it for the last week. Certainly not hiding from it. feel it's a cool thing. Certainly, we're going to miss each other. Absolutely. And I've loved doing the show with you for four years. It's uh, it's going to be weird. I don't know even know what I'm going to be end up doing during the day. <laughs> I'm going to be done. My yep. show, my national show will be over by yeah. nine, yeah. you know, yeah. and I'm going to be sitting around going, what do I do? I'm going to just update it and do some other stuff during the day. But, sure. man, there's going to be some naps in that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit more uh, later on. But I, I want to throw this out there. What if you are a parent? And all of a sudden, you get a call or a text from your kid, I'm in a lockdown. School's locked down. It's, uh, it's an uneasy feeling. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, this happened in Scottsdale. And it was uh, a middle school. And it was Mountainside Middle School. 
and the school was on lockdown for three hours. And there was a reason for it. Gun in school. All right, now we know who had the gun. By the way, loaded gun. By the way, looked like it was on the floor of a classroom. A loaded gun on the floor of a classroom. Um, they arrested an 11-year-old. <sighs> an 11-year-old. Man, that is scary stuff. An 11-year-old. Yeah. That is scary. Yeah. So over the many years we've talked about guns in school, last year there was a story that, remember the kid who shot his teacher? Yes. All the warning signs, no one ever paid attention. He just took it out. He shot her right in the chest. Um, We had uh, a a story here in, in the Valley where parent put a loaded gun in their kid's Backpack. It was an accident. That was an accident. It wasn't like, I hate this kid. I want him to get still, in trouble. It, but still, still, it's about as stupid a thing you could yeah, possibly do. Yeah. So, yeah, it was. they didn't do it on purpose, but my goodness. And now we've got an 11-year-old. Why is an 11-year-old bringing a gun to school? How did an 11-year-old uh, acquire a firearm? I mean, I know we have, uh, you know, comparatively to our neighbors like California, we have pretty, you know, uh, easy gun rules. But an 11-year-old's yeah. a little, it's a little young for him to be carrying around a firearm. Yeah. So, I mean, the most likely uh, thing is that it was mom and dad's gun. The kid either knew how to get into the locked safe or mom and dad don't put their gun away. I can give you another option. Or there are owners of firearms that don't like to put their guns away. Uh, They feel that if they need it in the middle of the night to go to a safe and then load the gun, it's you're done. Somebody's already in the house and something's happened. So they leave it in a place Maybe it's very high up from their children um, where they, you know, in an instant, get a chair, stand on the chair. I got the gun. I'm good to go. And then you, you know, you're trying to protect your family in your house. I don't know. But for a for an 11 year old to carry a loaded gun to school and then for, you know, the school to be locked down for three hours. And uh, um, thank goodness that that this school had a resource officer. I talked about earlier this week. I was at a, a school in Mesa. For pay tribute to a teacher. We gave 20, 2500 bucks to a teacher. And I'm on my way out, and you hear the siren, and we were moved to a room, and it was a lockdown. I'd never been in a lockdown in a school before, and I didn't enjoy it. I didn't know what was going on. No. Because it makes you think, what if someone is here to do harm and, is, and has a gun? What if? I mean, you and I talk about it all the time. I don't want to be in the middle of that. I don't want anybody to be in the middle of that. Luckily, it was nothing. And But, but I'll tell you. You know, the school that I went to in Mesa, man, they locked that thing down, and there were there were a number of people searching the school, saying clear, clear, block four. But clear. done because they worry about something like this potentially happen. They're practicing. They're practicing. I, I get that. I get that. But the fact that it's weird that you have to practice that, isn't it? Isn't it just the oddest thing that our kids have to practice? The uh, unfair. What happens if a nut job wanders in and decides that they've had a really bad life and want to take it out on unsuspecting and innocent people? I mean, you know, you wonder if one day a school will not be considered a soft target by someone. But then you could just go to a... You could go to a Walmart. You could go. You could do it. That's always the you know. can do anything. You never see, and and this is the thing where you know when when the people who are anti-gun or some of these things that we should have get gets the, their argument gets ruined because 
If you're going to go do damage, you never see these people go into an area where other people might potentially fire back at them. Right. And you seldomly hear that the good guy with the gun took out the bad yeah. guy with Why? the gun. Why? Because that good guy with the gun isn't there. Right. right. Yeah. Right. And then in Uvalde, you had a lot of people with guns and they didn't want to go into the classroom. No, because it was a uh, standoff situation, apparently. So uh, no one was hurt at Mountainside Middle School in Scottsdale yesterday, but a juvenile has been arrested for... For a gun. Man, we're talking about a lot of kids a lot in of young. trouble. You know, the, the the Gilbert goons and kids now. So a Scottsdale kid brings a gun to school. My goodness gracious. What's going on? People know. need help. Y'all need Jesus. We need some more Jesus. I'm in. I'm in for that. I like that. I think I, you can get me going on that. I think that's a huge part of yeah. it. Well, yeah. I, I think, think what, we have no community anymore. Take, a, take Jesus out if it makes you feel uncomfortable. We don't go to the lodge anymore. Nobody goes to community things anymore. Neighbors aren't neighbors. You don't find them much of that anymore. Nobody talks to each other. We're always on our phones. That's right. Still, y'all could use some Jesus. I agree. Coming up next, should Arizona back Texas? Stick around. Drive home with the Gatos and Chad Show. Texas. Hold on a second. And it just you, happened. Oh, now we're not going to talk about Texas no, and Arizona. No, no, no. Texas to has show. said that they will not take down all of their barriers. And it was the, the deadline was just a while ago. So we are going to talk about Texas. Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about Texas. You're hard to follow sometimes. I know. That's the beauty of it. You, you know, know what? what I mean? That's right. Well, you know what? I am hard to follow, but luckily I'm following you from four to seven. <laughs> Be here all week. <laughs> not really, actually. We're we, leaving today. We do. <laughs> we do have a new lineup. <laughs> Awkward. Bruce St. James and I will be on from 4 to 7, and then Chad 7 to 10. So, so you will follow us. I will. Um, so what are we talking about now? So you Texas, got me all over the, the place. So Biden said today, hey, no. you guys got to have all that stuff up or else, which means so, nothing because so Biden said it, so nothing's going to happen. It's the razor wire, the yeah. Constantine wire. Okay, so in the Biden administration's fighting Texas. Texas is trying to uh, secure their border because the federal government won't. Yeah. So the, a deadline did pass? Yeah. Okay, so what was supposed to happen before the deadline? That they were supposed to start taking it down. Texas was. Yeah. Or were federal officials sent or to take it Or be allowed down. to, but I don't think they they are. And Texas didn't. And Texas keeps adding to it. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Are you really, like, is Biden going to send no. people to Texas no. to take down the wire? Because I'll tell you what, there are going to be a lot of people from Texas standing in front of that wire not yeah. allowing yeah, it. Yeah, that's not going to be a mess. And the other thing is, he won't do anything else, Who? right? Like Biden, he won't... Uh, is he really going to go send people to fight our people when he actually won't send or do the things he needs to do in other places? He's more concerned about Texas securing its border than... He's more concerned about Ukraine and Israel than he ours our border. Yeah. I mean, I'm concerned about Ukraine and Israel, too. Yeah. But it doesn't mean... But he clearly doesn't care about the border. No. He clearly doesn't care about the border. But again, here's the thing. If you're Texas and you're seeing people pour over, I mean, and it's not normal, right? This is not a, this is not a normal flow of people coming over the border. This, it's gone way past that. And Texas says, we're going to do something about it. So they do. They put this wire up. And you know what? It's brutal. I'll yeah. be the first to say it. It's tearing people apart because you know what? They're crawling through it. Nothing's going to stop them. Does a wall stop people? Ask the people in Lukeville. Does a wall stop anyone from coming in? No, they're going to cut the no, wall. No, but here's the thing. Ask the people in Palestine if the wall stopped them from getting into Egypt. 
The answer is yes. Absolutely, because they built a different kind of wall. Because their wall right. wasn't a facade. It wasn't there for fun. It wasn't there to make a statement. Their wall was there to do something. Okay, can we build a wall like that? We could. Okay, what is what is what's the difference? Uh, the wall there is just it is it is built not to be messed with. How do you get over it? How do you get over it? Uh, Well, you don't. Okay, how do you try and get over it? If you were to try and get over it, what would you... So imagine a wall that is, you know, what are we at? We're a two, three-story building here. A wall about that size, maybe a little bit smaller with Constantina wire all the way up it everywhere. Well, what if I get a big ladder and I throw it up there and jump over the other side? Then you run into the Egyptian folk who are going to turn around and just kind of push your ladder back to the other side. Yeah, but how did they patrol the the whole border? So... Because they've made it a, 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 they've made it, this is what we do. This is what we're going to do is patrol this. We're going to protect this border. We have people on, because for those of you not keeping score, nobody wants the Palestinians because with that comes Hamas and all of the other people. So they've already tried that and it doesn't work. So they've made sure that none of this stuff will happen. Mm. Even before the war, none of this stuff was going to happen. They're serious about their border. They're serious about what they're doing. Because it's not just about the look of the border. Or we've got a wall so we can check off something, something I said I did. It's not for looks. It's for actual stopping of folks. But Texas is doing this for two different reasons. They're doing it because so many people are pouring into their state. But their governor is also doing it for show. Yeah. You, you can do it for both, right? Or am I wrong? No, you. I mean, I yeah, think you, can you, have... can, you can do both. There's no doubt. Okay. There is no doubt. Because he would not be doing this if it was a Republican president. Maybe because the border would be in better shape. Um, if people weren't pouring over, he wouldn't be doing this. No. But he's also like, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna try and do something, and I like fighting the Democrat. He's a Republican. Biden's a Democrat. But the problem is, especially for Arizona, it's going to be tough to get into Texas. They've made it tough for migrants to get in. You know, is it tough to get in Arizona? No. Is it tough to get into California? No. You can cut through the wall. You can walk in. There's no policy in place anymore. You just war, you'd roll right in. Yeah. And and that's Biden's fault. But I but but what Texas has done with changing the laws and arresting migrants and being allowed to do that, kind of an SB 1070 out in Texas, more people, more of these smugglers are going to take the migrants to Arizona and skip Texas. Yeah. And it, the best thing for them to do is just go to California. I think so, too. Just get over there. Go to California. You're They'll welcome. welcome you with open arms. They'll right. give you all the stuff you want. Correct. Right? They'll cheer you on. You'll get free health care. You'll get all the things you could ever dream of. They'll find a way to give you a house and hugs and kisses and snuggles. It'll be awesome. <laughs> the, the the free health care for migrants in California started this year. Yeah. Boy, people are super excited. You know who's really excited about that? My uncle, who pays through the nose. Yeah. Yeah. Through the nose for his. He's like, well, I should have just come here illegally. But I was born here. I'm like, oh, what are you going to do? Well, you'd think something has to change. You'd think. There there is a border plan that's on the table. Here's something for you. I'll throw something else out there really quick. So it's, they're upset because they're breaking federal law. All the while, California's a sanctuary state. That's a federal law. You won't even cooperate with the feds. So it's okay to do that, but it's not okay to protect your own borders. Mm. All right, coming up, 5 o'clock. Becky Lynn's got the 5 o'clock KTAR news expansion in just a second.